Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., currently on Zoom and broadcast live on Facebook. Visit our website at hopegateway.com to learn more. Whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. who missed it the first time. I am Sarah Ewing Merrill, and I am the lead pastor here at Hope Gateway. I use she and her as my pronouns, and I am happy to be with you this morning. A few questions for us. First one, what good is faith? You're going to be hearing that quite a bit in the next few weeks few more. Why do we bother investing ourselves in this thing called Hope Gateway? What are the benefits of not just believing in some ideas, but adopting some practices for our lives? When we're all weary at the state of the world, in the state of our lives, why would we bother putting forth more energy the, the energy involved in the practice of faith and a faith community. Those are real questions that I think many of us are asking at this juncture, in this stage of the pandemic and the political turmoil of our country and looming climate catastrophe. The pandemic has taught us not just to spend our energies unwisely. And now many of us are sorting through all the various forms, former commitments of our lives and making new decisions about what matters. I wrote this sermon before I got today's newspaper, but the top headline is another one in the series of not working inside Maine's labor crisis And one of the explanations is that 13,000 people in Maine retired in the last few years. And they are various stories of people who said, you know what? It's not worth it for me. I need to do less, not more. I'm tired. I don't want to do more. And there's many of us who are not retired or of the age to retire, who might be feeling the same way, but don't have that option. So in this moment, it's tempting to say, why bother with church? Why bother showing up on Sunday morning or any other day of the week as a part of this community? And in the midst of all of that context, I truly believe that what we need most at times like these is what faith offers us. Both a personal practice of faith and an active engagement with community that shares that faith and is walking with us on this journey. I'd like to share a story with you today that is a story of exhaustion. A story of someone who has every right to give up and say, I've tried enough, I'm ready to rest, 
I just can't do one more thing, and yet. So hear this story from the Gospel of Luke, in the fifth chapter, beginning with verse 1. Once, while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen got out of them and were washing their nets. That means they were done. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to burst. That's from the New Revised Standard Version. In the voice, the line that says, yet if you say so, reads, but, <sighs> all right, I'll do it if you say so. Okay, it doesn't have the sigh in there, but it has a dot, 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 and that's how I interpret it. Peter had been, Simon, who was later named Peter, had been out all night working, then he accommodated Jesus' request to preach, probably was not a short message. And after that, Jesus says, hey, go do that thing that you know how to do better than I do, and it'll be different this time. Peter has every reason to feel exhausted, to be done, to say, you know what, I just, I just can't. And yet, and yet he followed Jesus' encouragement and gave his little bit of extra energy, and that resulted in abundance, more than he could have imagined. My hope is that the same is true for us in our current state of exhaustion. If we invest just a little more in new and different ways, we will find that our efforts are not only worth it, but are also fruitful. And that we find energy that we didn't know we had. Nadia Boltz Weber preached about this a few months ago, and we shared this quote in our daily reflection email gateways. And I'd like to share it with you now. So here, today, in this place between exhaustion and the deep, I'll just say the obvious. Coffee mug faith isn't going to cut it. Faith that is just really a cheerful outlook sprinkled on top of an already good life may have been of help in the past. But it's now useless. 
In order for it to be of any real help, faith can't be decorations and furniture. It has to be the load-bearing structure that we that can withstand flood and fire and global pandemics. Because faith isn't the thing that goes first when a crisis happens, it's what's left after a crisis happens. When the power of positive, positive thinking fails us, when the empty promises of late-stage capitalism have failed us, when our attempts to change ourselves and others have failed us, when our vision for what our lives will look like have failed us, when our bodies and dreams have failed us, simple faith remains. Faith that requires nothing of us isn't going to cut it anymore. Faith that's trite and full of cliché isn't going to carry us forward during this time. But a faith that we invest in just might be the only thing that gets us through, through this time between exhaustion and the deep. So over the next few weeks, we're going to find some answers to the question. What good is faith? Here's a little preview. What good is faith? Faith helps us stay in awe of the world, of life, of reality. When we open ourselves to wonder and awe, we can be grateful in all kinds of circumstances. What good is faith? Faith keeps us humble. When we think we know it all, when we fail to connect in community, we think more highly of ourselves and our ways of seeing the world than we ought. Faith keeps us humble. What good is faith? When we invest in a faith community, we are choosing to listen to others and to let them influence us. We are opening ourselves to the stories and the experiences of faith that aren't our own, but that we can claim as our own because we are on this journey of faith together. Someone else's experience of God and Jesus can shape me in profound ways. What good is faith? During these times of instability, a support system seems like a good idea. That's what a faith community is. A family. A network of friends. A reminder that we don't have to do this on our own. There are others who can carry us. What good is faith? Faith grounds us. The ritual, the routine, the practices all help us to feel that we aren't floating through these days, but that we have roots even in the midst of the storms of life. When we feel like Simon Peter, exhausted, may we find that when we listen to Jesus, even with a sigh, and we say, all right, if you say so, 
and then find the gumption to invest just a little more, then I believe that God will give us renewed energy for the journey ahead in ways greater than we can even imagine. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. To hear more about Hope Gateway and to discover how together we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God, visit our website at hopegateway.com.